Don't fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. You come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. Fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. I'm a real hustle, so don't knock it. That law. It's all about to re up in the profit. That law. Can't be in the club without no balls. That law. We gon' ball today, fuck the model. That law. I be in the kitchen with the trying to cook the sauce. If you sit down and talk, then nigga, you the law. With all of my homies ain't fucking with none of these bros. Hustling just to show out for these bitches, you know. It's love, but you ain't never got the pussy. You off. Head on for night, we need to turn that to a law. Love on first day, when I don't fuck with that at all. Bitches can't be beefing about no niggas. That law. Niggas should be beefing over bitches. That's all. Don't fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. Fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the, uh... 2021 NBA draft and ladies and gentlemen, oh boy, my original draft board does not look like the current draft board. And guess what, y'all? Y'all get a treat. Y'all get to see me grade one through 30 live. But we're going to start off with Dave East and Harry Fraud. Harry Fraud, this dude has had a hell of a year with production. This dude has produced a shit ton of shit. Definitely a candidate for producer of the year. And the streak continues as him and Dave East deliver a project called Hoffa where Dave East basically takes the disappearance of Jimmy Hoffa and makes it into an album. And it's a very good album. Is it an album of the year conversation? No. But is it a very good album? Absolutely. Is it very enjoyable? Absolutely. Is Dave East in his bag? Absolutely. There isn't really necessarily much that went wrong. It's just that, you know, it's stiff competition for album of the year right now. And I happen to enjoy it. I love a majority of this new project. It's definitely a good listen. Well worth it. Not going to give away anything else. I mean, there are other albums that are coming out tonight that I'll probably talk about tomorrow. Now, here's what y'all really wanted me to talk about. Y'all didn't want to hear about East. Y'all wanted to hear about the West. (laughs) Russell Westbrook got traded to the Los Angeles Lakers today. For Kyle Kuzma, KFC, and Trez, and Trez. 
And Washington also got the Lakers' first-round pick, which we'll get to later. What are my initial thoughts? Should Los Angeles be excited? A little bit. Let me give you my uh, answer. I'm so glad that they didn't get James. Oh, thank God. I did not want to root for my favorite player on my ops. My favorite player going to the ops. I view the Lakers as the ops because, once again, LeBron has another super team. We have a guy that LeBron has played with who is not only a first-round pick, but has averaged a triple-double four years, including three years in a row. I don't care about Russell Westbrook's flaws. I don't care about his recklessness with the ball. I'm just telling you what type of talent is around LeBron and Anthony Davis. On paper, this should be a championship team. However, I don't see them coming out of the West next year. I can see them maybe reaching the finals but not winning. You want to know why? Look at Russell Westbrook's career and his history. LeBron would have to actually play his real position, which is three, in order for this to work. Russell Westbrook has to be Russell Westbrook. Now, Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis. Woo! I'm more excited about that combination more than than LeBron, Westbrook, and AD. This is arguably, probably, let me think back. This is probably Russell Westbrook's best big man that he's ever had. Ever. And Davis. He has never played with a player, a big man, as talented and as great as Davis. Anthony Davis is a healthy man, is a top five player in basketball. I wouldn't go as far as top three, but definitely top five. What I can say about this is I think LeBron and Russell Westbrook are going to clash. And do not be surprised if Russell Westbrook is traded midseason if the project doesn't go as planned. Because Westbrook is unpredictable. He's either hitting really good or missing really bad. Now his jumps. Now, if LeBron has to be the distributor, they're going to leave Westbrook open for three. He's not a very good three-point shooter. However, he makes up for it with sharp athleticism and his ability to finish at the rim with along with passing ability. It's going to be hard to... It's not enough balls out there for AD, Russ, and LeBron who are ball dominant, who operate well with the ball. They're going to have to... And I don't think they have the right coach to manage all three of those egos. Phil Jackson would would get these dudes a championship. I think they need a better coach. No disrespect to Vogel, but they need the right coach to deal with these three egos. Bottom line. But also the Lakers need shooting because Westbrook and LeBron, their shots come and go, and Westbrook is atrocious from three. Anthony Davis is a decent three-point shooter, but not a great three-point shooter. That's what I'm saying. I feel like they have to sign multiple three-point shooters. That's just me. But my thoughts on it, it's a decent trade. That was the best player available for the Lakers because Damian Lillard wasn't going to get there. 
Bradley Beal wasn't going to go there. Um, and all of the Justice League motherfuckers that they wanted were not going to go to the Lakers. So Russell Westbrook was the best player available for them. And I feel like this is a good trade, not a great trade. If I were to grade this trade, I'd say B minus, B minus. Yes, you have three stars, two superstars and a star who is a triple double machine, by the way. The talents there, it's just the parts around it that make a championship team. You can have a three-piece and get your ass kicked. Look at Russ, Paul George, and Carmelo. They got their ass whooped. Look at Pippen, Barkley, and um and Drexler. They got their ass whooped. Or Pippen, Barkley, and Elijah Wan. I'm sorry. Drexler, Barkley, and Elijah Wan got their ass kicked. There's been a lot of three pieces that didn't work out. Look at uh, Harden, Durant, and Kyrie last year. They got injured. The basketball guys will not approve of this. This is another super team that LeBron has crafted. Now, LeBron might have not called Russell Westbrook, but I'm just saying this is a super team. Period. And y'all motherfuckers can't deny this shit. You'll say shit like, Russell Westbrook's not this, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is still Russell Westbrook. A triple-double machine. I don't want to hear that shit. Now, let's move on to the draft. Let's move on to the most important thing. I'm going to try to do this in under 60 minutes. Pray for me. I'll do these draft grades, and then we'll get the fuck out of here, and we'll go home. Number one overall pick, of course, the Pistons trade. I mean, the Pistons pick up. Kate Cunningham. I mean, I am ecstatic. I love Cade Icewood. Okay? I'm fucking with it. New Orleans got Jared Butler. Oh, hell yeah. Now, that's a good pickup. And I'm going to give this draft pick an A-. minus. We are hoping that this is the guy that changes our franchise. For the good. I'm not going to give them an A plus quite yet. We'll have to see that in a couple of years. Whether that A minus becomes an A plus. But I feel like Kate Cunningham is the complete package. Um, like I told you before. He's Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Billups, and Grant Hill's body. And he has the Detroit mentality. He has the leadership that Detroit requires. Barring injury, that is. If he gets hurt a lot, he gets hurt a lot. It's not a bad pick. People get hurt every day, B. Number two, as expected, the Houston Rockets drafted Jalen Green. I give this move an A. Jalen Green is going to be a 25-point machine. And then along with Kevin Porter, Christian Wood... Pretty fucking good, I should say. And Jalen Green is a three-level scorer. That nigga was at the draft looking like Michael Jackson. He looked like Lloyd, though. (laughs) Appearance. But Jalen Green's got a lot of O, not much D, but a whole lot of O. Pause, pause that. Um, 
Cavaliers draft Evan Mobley. I give this draft pick an A. Evan Mobley has some of the best talent in a in a player that I've ever seen. Like this dude is seven feet tall. He can run the floor. He can handle the ball like a guard. He's got nice post game, and he is an extreme shot blocker. Number four, the biggest surprise, the biggest change here is the Raptors at number four drafted uh, 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 Scotty Barnes. I had Barnes going sixth to Oklahoma City Thunder, but the Raptors drafting Scotty Barnes, I'm going to give this a B plus. Scotty Barnes definitely is a four that they needed. The Raptors actually, with the lineup they have, I mean, they're going to probably have, I don't know what, they got a hole at that two position. Which I think they should have drafted Jalen Suggs. That was a need. Him and Van Vliet, they're going to lose Lowry to free agency. So maybe they could bring back uh, DeRozan and put him at two. You know, they have Van Vliet, they have OG Ananobi, they got Pascal Siakam. I'm guessing that they're probably going to fucking move OG to the two then, if that's the case. Because Barnes can play three or four and Siakam's the four, but they could be moving Siakam. So right now, I'm, you know, it's not a bad choice for the Raptors. It's just a big surprise because I definitely expected the Raptors to draft Jalen Suggs who is one of the more talented players in this draft, which number five, the Orlando Magic did. And I give this an A-. minus, Simply because of the fact that, shit, what the fuck else Orlando needs to do? They fucking suck. Like, they suck donkey dicks. Like, they need to draft, they needed to draft the best player available, period. Because of the simple fact that they don't have nobody over there. I mean, nobody. Who's the best player on the Orlando Magic right now? It's Jalen Suggs. (laughs) I'm sorry. But not sorry. Number six. Another big shocker. There's a lot of big shockers here. Wow. So the Magic didn't draft Jonathan Kaminga. That's another reason why I was shocked. Even though, um, you know, Jalen Suggs was the best player available. So I got to give the Magic their credit. But the Thunder drafted Josh Giddy over Jonathan Kaminga. I think that's a big mistake. To me. Because I guess they're probably trying to run Shea Gilgis-Alexander at the two. Because, I mean, I love Josh Giddy, But... Giddy doesn't have a jumper. He's a good point guard, though. He's a 6'8", 6'9", point guard that can see the floor well. They're trying to look at him to be a white Ben Simmons. With more heart, of course. I compare him to a taller version of Ricky Rubio. And that was an interesting pick. I wouldn't have picked him at 6. The Thunder had another pick. But I guess, you know, you want who you want. But I don't agree with it. Number seven, I'm surprised here. The Golden State Warriors got the chance to get their hands on Jonathan Kaminga. 
Oh, actually, uh, the Thunder uh, pick. I give that pick a C plus because I just didn't like the pick. Jonathan Kaminga's up there. Get the fuck out of here. Josh Giddy's a mid first rounder. I would have drafted him. He would have still been up there. Warriors drafting Kaminga. I give that an A plus. A plus, y'all. That was incredible. That is a big giant steal, and I think. They should be on the phone about trading Andrew Wiggins expeditiously because Jonathan Kaminga is a three that can run the floor. He has sharp athleticism. He just is not a great shooter, which I think Golden State's going to run him a lot at four and Draymond at the five. And I think a lineup even right now of, of Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Kaminga, and Draymond would be great. And then they could run Wiseman off the bench or Kaminga off the bench. Sheesh. I can't imagine. You know, he's like a fucking Matt truck coming at the rim. The way that he attacks the basket. Great pick by the Warriors. Number eight, the Orlando Magic select Franz Wagner from Michigan. I love Wagner. Um, his brother's already in the league. I like his game. He is a 3 and D guy. Great shooter, great defender, not as athletic or consistent on the offensive end, but still a nice shooter, still a nice player. And I didn't expect him to go top 10. I expected him to go like mid, mid first. Where did I have Franz Wagner going? Yeah, I had him pretty low. Yeah, I had him at 23 going to Houston. But my player comparison was um, Andre Karolinko. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, he could be Karolinko with less athleticism. But that's a good pick, though. I'm going to give the pick a B. Yeah, solid B. Solid B. Number nine, the big surprise of the night. I mean, I didn't expect him to go this early or this high. But the Sacramento Kings drafted Davion Mitchell from Butler. Oh, my God. A-plus, Sacramento. A-plus. Now you have one of the more underrated backcourts in the league. And De'Aaron Fox and Davion Mitchell. That is great. That's like Donovan Mitchell, but younger. With better defense. Man, I love this pick for Sacramento. I swear to God, I do. I had him going later to Golden State at pick 14. But... When you see something you like, you got to take it. Number 10, the New Orleans Pelicans drafted Zaire Williams, which was later traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, him, Brandon Clark, uh, Xavier Tillman Jr., and Grayson Allen... 
coming off that bench, that's going to be really dangerous. I think Memphis is going to be a top six, top seven seed in the West if they remain healthy. They're a really good team. Super underrated. And then you get a guy like Zaire Williams, who is a 3 and D guy. You know, he didn't shoot the three well last year, but he can hit that motherfucker. Then he has the ability to guard three positions. And he can play the four or the three. I believe he's going to come off the bench for, for Memphis. Like, they have a squad. Matter of fact, I think he could possibly start over slow-mo. That might be a potential starter to go along with Ja, Dylan, uh, Steven Adams. And then you have to also keep in mind they acquired Eric Bledsoe. So Memphis Grizzlies looking are looking on paper like a complete team, barring injury. But as far as this pick for, Memf- for, uh, for Memphis, I give it a B+. Number 11, the Charlotte Hornets drafted James Booknight. I like the pick. I like the pick, even though I had Kai Jones going at 11. Um, Booknight is a three-level scorer. He is hella athletic. He might be in the dunk contest uh, this year. That dude is can flat outscore, and he would be... Mark this down, y'all. Y'all got to get this on paper. This dude might be one of the candidates for six man of the year next year. And maybe, you know, the all-star game rookie uh, young team MVP, too. Good player. Very good player. I give this shit an A-. Spurs draft Joshua Primo. At number 12, I did not have that nigga on my board. And I don't think the experts had that nigga on the board. San Antonio always picks these guys that are hella under the radar. And it's another guard. What the fuck you need another guard for? You have Keldon Johnson who could play Garden Ford. You have Derek White. You have Lonnie Walker the, the fourth. You have DeJounte Murray. It's like, dude, this is a bad pick. I'm sorry. Joshua Primo may be a good player, but he's a project player. He'll probably be a fourth string. I give this pick a D plus. Because he was not even in the on the fucking board. I don't know what Pop was thinking. I could have seen them get Jalen Johnson or Kai Jones. I had San Antonio getting Jalen Johnson, by the way. Number 13. The Indiana Pacers draft Chris Duarte from Oregon a little bit early for him. I had Duarte going a little bit way later in the draft. I'm talking about um, pick number 25 to the Clippers. But I see Clay Thompson comparisons, but I compare him to J.J. Redick with better handle. And the Pacers... Get another guy that can score off their bench. I mean, but honestly, bro, they have a lot of guards as is. But unfortunately, you know, my dumbass had them picking Trey Man. So maybe backup point guard. 
So, just for that, I'm going to give the Pacers a B for drafting Chris Duarte. Number 14, the Golden State Warriors drafted Moses Moody. I'm surprised Moses Moody fell as far as he did because I had him going number 7 to the Golden State Warriors. And he fell to 14 to Golden State, so I was correct. I just had the wrong order. I give this pick an A-. minus. I mean, another player that gets his ass on the bench. Now you got Golden State being one of the deeper teams in the league. You have Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Kaminga, Draymond Green, Eric Pascal, Jordan Poole, uh, Jonathan Kaminga. I already said that. Moses Moody. Um, James Wiseman. Like, that's going to be a really good team, and that's going to be a battle for the eighth spot next year. Number 15, the Wizards draft Corey Kispert. He's the best shooter in the draft. Washington Wizards lacked a lot in the shooting department last year, and this was a hell of a need and a hell of a pickup. I thought James Booknight was going to fall to 15 to them, but I guess not. But I give the Washington Wizards a B plus. They had a good ass day. It's a good ass day. You know what I'm saying? They had fucking. They added Kyle Kuzma. They added KFC. They gra- they grabbed up Montrez Harrell. They grabbed the Lakers pick that they traded to Indiana. And now you got Denny, you got Gafford, you got Thomas Bryant, you have Bradley Beal still, you got, um, this is all off the top of the head. I'm not reading they roster, so miss me with the fuck shit. I know they roster, pussy. You got Ish Smith. Wizards could fight for that playoff spot. Number 16, Thunder Draft, Alperin Sengun. Yeah, man, something that sent Kendrick Perkins' dumbass back to fifth grade. He couldn't pronounce his name. He couldn't pronounce Moses Moody. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I don't know why they got a nigga with a fifth grade read level doing the uh, NBA draft. But um, Alperin Sengun was traded to the Houston Rockets. So the Rockets get Sengun to to ease in that that uh, lineup with Christian Wood. He can finally play his natural position at power forward, and Sengun can play the center. Now he's a decent shot blocker, not necessarily an elite shot blocker, but he's got the offensive skill set that a big man should really have. I give the Thunder a B plus for this move. Number seventeen. The Grizzlies drafted Trey Murphy that was traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, y'all. Yes! As a Pelicans fan, I can respect that shit. I love it. Trey Murphy is a three-point shooting defensive dynamo, an ultimate 3 and D player. Now, his athleticism has to improve, but a lot of athleticism is just in you. But Murphy will make up for it with clutch shooting, y'all. You need somebody to spare Zion and Brandon Ingram. And Trey Murphy will be that guy for them, for the Pelicans. I give this an A-. Number 18, 
The Oklahoma City Thunder drafted Trey Mann. And yes, he was probably the best player available. So I got to give the Thunder a B, a solid B for that. Trey Mann is a little bit undersized as far as height and weight. But he makes up for it with a lot of aggression and scoring. And he could be a great sixth man to the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Number 19. I'm only doing the first round. The second round, I'm not going to do that. The second round, I'm going to implement to a future show when we talk about the offseason. Now, number 19, the Knicks drafted Kai Jones that was traded to the the Charlotte Hornets. Yes, this is who I initially wanted the Charlotte Hornets to draft at number 11. But not only did you get James Booknight, you got Kai Jones. I give this an A. The Hornets had a great draft. You get the big man that you wanted because I don't think I mean I still think they should uh, sign Andre Drummond yes the Hornets should sign the nine Toho they should sign Della Reese Drummond because you know it's not that much of a job to just grab rebounds and put it back in pause but it's just a fact I'm so glad that they got Kai Jones because he's got so much talent and upside. He's 6'11", and he's a center. He, he's a good shot blocker. I compare him to Kenya Martin with a three-point shot. Number 20, the Atlanta Hawks drafted Jalen Johnson. The youth movement in Atlanta is crazy. I have to give that a B plus. Absolutely. My goodness. Like, you can't be serious. Like, this is a really good pick. Like, this could... I mean, if John Collins happens to leave in free agency, you can slide Okungwu or Jalen Johnson in. And he can get Trey Young open. Like, Johnson, I compared him to Ben Simmons if he was a man. If he had balls. Johnson has a killer instinct. He fell to 20 because I had him getting drafted at 12 by San Antonio. But, um, you know, they cited character issues, switching high schools, leaving Duke early to go straight to the draft. A lot of question marks. Could use an improvement on that jump shot. But he's very athletic. Can finish at the rim very well. A great dunker. Good player. Number 21, the Knicks drafted Keon Johnson, but the rights were traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. I love this move because I feel like Keon Johnson fell too far down the draft. I got to give the Clippers an A-minus for picking this dude up because they're going to need him. They don't have no good point guard play in L.A. Rondo was 80 years old. Patrick Beverly's a hack who can't pass. Who can hit an open shot from time to time. But Keon Johnson is definitely going to be the starting point guard if they don't get Kyle Lowry in L.A.
Keon Johnson got bounce, athleticism, jump shot could use an improvement, but he's also but the number one thing that he's most known for is his defense. I am shocked that Jaden Springer got picked in the second round. I felt like he was a top 15 pick, his teammate. But Keon Johnson going, but at least, um, oh, actually, you know what? I take that back. Springer was picked later on my in the first round. My bad. But, yes, the Clippers get an A- for this. Absolutely. Number 22, the Lakers drafted Isaiah Johnson, Isaiah Jackson, who was officially traded to the Indiana Pacers. That's a good pickup to go in the front court with um, Sabonis because they've been looking to trade uh, Miles Turner forever, and dude can't seem to stay healthy. And Indiana has a formidable backup center. So I'm going to have to give them a B minus. Number 23, the Rockets drafted Usman Garuba. This is going to be a fun and exciting player for Houston to enjoy. You already got Jalen Green. Um, Who else did they get? Okay, this is the second player they drafted. Garuba is... A guy who can run the floor, who has a great handle for a, 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 a power forward. And he's a decent shot blocker and defender. He's, he's an energy player. And he's going to get some clock next year. I mean, him and Jay Sean Tate, that's going to be a good look. I give the Rockets a C plus for this draft pick. Number 24, the Rockets drafted Josh Christopher. I had Josh Christopher going a little bit earlier in the draft, mid mid first round, but the Rockets got a steal. Josh Christopher remi- reminds me of J.R. Smith and Nick Young. They're not afraid to just shoot the goddamn ball, and Houston's going to need shooting. I think the Houston Rockets are going to be among one of the highest scoring teams in the NBA. I give the Rockets a B- for this pickup. Number 25, the Clippers drafted Quentin Grimes, reportedly traded to the Knicks. Uh, Not too big on Quentin Grimes. I didn't get to watch that much film of him, but from what I hear, he's a gamer, he's a baller, and he shot 40% from three. And the New York Knicks do need shooting, so I give the Knicks a C+. Um, number 26, the the Denver Nuggets draft, Bones Highland. I felt like Bones should have went a little bit earlier than 26. I had Bones Highland going to 18 to the Oklahoma City Thunder. But Denver getting him when they are supremely lacking at guard. I mean, you gotta look, you gotta look at it like this. Jamal Murray, we don't know the extent of his injury. So this dude could possibly hijack the starting spot from Monte Morris. So I give the Denver Nuggets an A minus for drafting Bone Thailand.
A minus. Because Bones Highland is like Kimball Walker with Dame Range. And the height of a of a three of a three. He's tall as shit. He's like 6'6, six, 6'5, six, 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 some shit like that. He's got the wingspan. To defend people's best player. Solid. Number 27, the Brooklyn Nets drafted Cam Thomas. I had Cam Thomas going uh, 20 to the Atlanta Hawks. And I said that he was a right-handed Michael Red. Now, um, Brooklyn got a scoring-ass nigga. He was averaging 23 points in college. Like, dude is going to be able to come off the bench and spare Kevin Durant, James Harden, and um, Kyrie Irving. And then if Kyrie goes down, Cam Thomas could go right into that starting lineup. His only lacking is just defense, which the Brooklyn Nets do not play at all. So I give the Nets a B plus for this. He is going to help them. He's going to be very effective, and he's a shooting-ass nigga. Three-level score. Number 28, the Philadelphia 76ers drafted Jaden Springer. Now, I don't think that they needed another guard. Because you already have Tyrese Maxey. You have Shake Milton. You have... But then again, you know, they're banking on trading Ben Simmons and getting maximum return, you know, they offered Ben Simmons for Wiggins and Wiseman and their two first round picks. Warriors like, get the fuck out of here. Suck my dick. With all due respect, sir, suck my dick. (laughs) You know, that was a dumbass trade offer. But them drafting Jaden Springer, I gotta give that a B. A solid B because Springer can defend He's a young boy. He's probably going to be a project player. But I wouldn't be surprised if he got a lot of clock to go out there and play some defense. Because Philly did not have perimeter defense outside of Simmons and and Thibel. So adding an extra guy that could that's a 3 and D guy to go along with them, that's very solid. Number 29, the Suns draft, Dayron Sharp. That was also reportedly traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, Reggie Perry and fucking Dayron Sharp because they're trying to, and and Nick Claxton too, because they're trying to trade DeAndre Jordan. I don't understand. Kyrie and Kevin Durant demanded that they bring DeAndre Jordan with them. And then Steve Nash throws him away like yesterday's garbage. That's hella disappointing because they could have used DeAndre Jordan in that Buck series. But Dayron Sharp is another one of those guys that's like a JaVale McGee, like a, a DeAndre Jordan, just a fast center that can run up and down the court, swat a bunch of shots. Could work on his offense a little bit, his offense back to the basket game, but. Solid pick nonetheless. 
I give the Suns a C plus because they definitely need a backup to DeAndre Ayton. Number 30, the Utah Jazz ended up drafting Santi Almada. He's a four. That's been something that Utah has been needing for a while. And I heard that he was like the top scorer in his conference in college. But that's all I know. You know, he wasn't on any draft boards. So I have to give Utah a C plus despite them feeling a need. But that's about all. Tonight, we got Isaiah Rashad coming out tonight. The house is burning. We got Tink coming out with a new album tonight. I'm excited about that. Somebody else that's supposed to be dropping tonight. Who else? Who else is dropping tonight? And it looks like, wow, Silk Sonic drops a new song tonight. Oh yeah, Tanache is dropping her album. I think I thought that was next week. Um, so yeah, we get some new Silk Sonic. Uh Tink's album is called Heat of the Moment. And Logic Lamar does the fake retirement thing and drops his the third edition of Bobby Tarantino the mixtape. We'll see what that's like. I'll let y'all know how these albums are. Within 24 hours. Because, nigga, I'm not listening to shit. I am tired as fuck. And I'm ready to go to fucking fuck to bed. This King Known Uncensored. NBA Draft. 2021. The Draft Picks. Round 1 grades. And I'm out of here.